0: Touch line takes.
1: In certain terms, a better combination than Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. This Whoa,
0: Touch line takes. Podcast.
1: Excuse me!
2: to another episode of touchline takes i am your host carl and we have a very special podcast for you today Um, i am joined by the president of morris elite sc vincenzo bernardo vincenzo thank you so much for joining us today thank you for having me of course and you know before we really start to dive in, get into more Elite in the club, you know, I got to ask you the hardest question of this entire episode, and that's going to be, you know, what made you fall in love with this sport to begin with? What kind of brought soccer to your attention at a young age?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, since I remember, you know, soccer was always around me. Um, mm-hmm. Sunday mornings in an Italian household, being able to watch the teriyah, um, before I could even walk is, is something special for me, so... You know, growing up around the game made me just automatically fall in love, and as soon as I was able to start playing it, mm-hmm. I grew even more love for the game. So now it's just part of my life. It's my first love, and
2: and uh, it's it's been a big part of my life. Now, um, you talk about growing up in the Italian household. How was it to travel over to Italy and get your chance to play for Napoli uh, when you did?
0: Yeah, it was a dream come true, you know, because my family is originally from Napoli, so um mm. Town and and being able to represent a club that we all love um, that's in our in our hearts was a dream come true. So it was uh, it was a special day when it actually you know became a reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was three really special years of my life being part of that club, and um, you know until this day I still feel.
2: Now, you had, you know, a very successful career. You played in Italy, you played in the U.S., you played in Guatemala. Um, how much did you really take that into, really, when you founded Morris Elite, um, how much of that, those experiences did you take into how you designed the club?
0: Yeah, so much experience from just playing overseas, traveling the world, um, being part of different leagues in different countries and seeing different cultures, you know, basically mm-hmm. everything, you know on and off the field. I soaked in um, and it wasn't even on purpose. It just, you know, being being part of different cultures and, and being there in different countries for various years. You know, I took everything in and it kind of went full circle when I started the club. And, um, you know, I, I do think that that experience of being in different countries and playing in different leagues has given me the opportunity to be
2: where I am at today. What was sort of your thinking behind, you know, the design of building Morris Elite? Um, When did you kind of think that, you know, okay, like, I want to start this sort of club and, you know, kind of have it at that grassroots level, you know, focusing on the youth systems on the academies?
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, obviously, you know, soccer has been my whole life, so I didn't really go to school uh, to study anything in college Um, Mm -hmm. or out of high school, so... Um, you know, I, I kind of learned everything on the business side on, on the fly. Mm-hmm. And one thing I really did know was the sport and the game and what I can give back to the, to the kids in my local community.
1: So, mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, kind of everything has been just a learning experience for me, um, since 2016 when we started. Um, but right now, you know, it's, it's, it just feels like it's like second nature, you know, running a club and being able to. Uh, not only provide the absolute best platform for kids to develop but also mm-hmm. provide the opportunity for coaches to be part of a professional environment and grow as well so it's just been a really cool experience for me and just seeing it grow from the ground up and mm-hmm. now, now being where we're
2: at right now it's just it's just uh, a, a tremendous feeling did you ever think you know five years from the time where you founded the club that you would be at this level already it's funny because a lot of people ask me that. I mean, you know, it, it's it's
0: crazy because I never thought it would be this this quick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you know, my I'm a very ambitious person, and I, I set goals, and I like to achieve them. Really hungry on on achieving my goals. So yeah, in the back of my head, you know, the reason why I started Morsi was to always be the best youth soccer club in the country. But it's easy to say that,
1: but
0: mm-hmm. to make that happen um, is very very hard. And and um, you know, there's been a lot of learning experiences along the way and and um, you know we, we're, in, we're in that pathway now to to be one of the top clubs in the country and,
1: and mm-hmm. it's
0: great it's just great to see and be a part of
2: now you guys are in the USL League two now is there any ambition you know to sort of take that next step at any point in the future
0: yeah I mean you know kind of going back to your last question you know, I'm always like someone that wants more and, mm-hmm. uh, and and just seeing what we're doing now with, with what we have who knows what we what Morris Lee will be you know two years down the road four years down the road even right 10 years down the road so right now i'm just taking in the 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 moment taking in when mm-hmm. we have you know 42 youth teams and wow semi pro men's team and a semi pro women's team you know it's just a, it's just after 5
2: years of being a club it's just a tremendous achievement with all that how do you keep track of all of that and you know it like that just seems like so much to be able to have on your plate yeah, I mean, in the beginning, it was it was kind of me running the running everything in regards to
0: even lining fields and, and mm-hmm. falling grass. Um, but now things have uh, you know I, I, I got I surrounded myself with some really really good people um, to help me out. You know, Scott Maloney, our director of, of coaching, has been great. All our, all our coaches, our, our youth coaches from, from top to bottom, have been a really really big help with you know managing their teams. We just brought in um, our USL Sporting Director Mike, who oh, wow. has, has a, U, a US National A license. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we put all the pieces together with Coach Javier, who's our head coach for the USL Two team and our USL Academy team. You know, it's just—it's just about getting the right people on board, and, and um, you know, I'm really grateful for that.
2: You talk about that ambition, and I mean, for the listeners who don't know, Morris Elite is also joining the USL Women's League. That's um, beginning next year, and so just talk us through sort of your decision on that. You know, you're you have a men's side that's just about five years or a club that's just about five years old, and now you're diving into the professional realm of the women's side as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we were always interested in doing this, in doing the W League. Um, you know, when we joined USL Academy uh, Super Y League with our youth teams, and now USL League Two. Um, you know, we really believe in USL and Mm -hmm. the the progression that they've made has been amazing. Um, you know, they're, they're people that evolve and think forward and, and, you know, the the future of USL is, is very, very bright. Mm -hmm. Being part of that makes me feel, feel great to be part of a a league like that. And, you know, with the W league was, we let them know that once they have this up and running, Morris Lee wants to have a women's team because what we do on the men's side, we want to do on the women's side. Because there's just so much opportunity for these these young women to have the platform to play at that level and and be showcased in front of uh, a national stage like the W League. So
1: Mm
0: -hmm. it's a no-brainer for us. We're really excited, really grateful for USL, and we, we look forward to this W League first season
2: now you've seen with on the women's side especially the women's national teams you know sort of the growth and the excitement around the women's game here in the united states how do you think the USLW league can kind of advance that even more going forward
0: so yeah obviously with the women's it's been a success for the united states um you know and and we need to get that on the club level now so Mm -hmm. with, with with the w league i feel like with a platform like USL, it's it's a no brainer. It's going to be a great great season. It's going to be a great league. It's going to it, it will progress into something even bigger that we don't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of the league and what it's about. You know, look at look at what USL Championship is and what USL League One and Two are. Um, so it's going to be the same thing with the women's. I, I think it's even going to grow faster because there's such a demand in this country for for women's soccer, especially at a higher level, so Definitely. it's really exciting to be a part of it. and and you know, we really don't know what it's going to look like, but I know it's going to
2: be great. What really sold you on USL to begin with? Because I know at a lower league level here in the US, you have USL, you have NISA, and sometimes people who support USL, people who support NISA, they can butt heads a little bit. Was there any sort of thinking that you might lean the other way, or was it always USL that you kind of had your mindset on?
0: Well, you know, we've we, we talked to all the platforms. Um, they're all great platforms, I think. You know, everyone has their own market and their own, um, you know, niche in, into what they're trying to do. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, the decision to go with USL was, was just a, a staff decision um, with our directors and myself, just thinking that bigger picture-wise, it is the, the biggest platform, aside from MLS, in the country. Um, mm-hmm. and that they're going to do, and the people that run it are soccer people. And they know what they're doing, and and you know there's there's a lot of things that I can't even say right now, but that that's in, right. in the future that USL is gonna is gonna skyrocket. So being part of that was was uh, was kind of an easy decision because it's such a great platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many other platforms in the country that that provide you know, things that you know, certain clubs need. Um, so we we are we are soccer people in Morris Elite. We we love the the game just growing from from MLS franchises all the way to, to men's leagues and women's leagues. Right. Um, you know, we're in favor of them all.
2: Now, um, you went back to your, almost your hometown in New Jersey to start Morris Elite and everything. Was that always sort of the goal that you knew you wanted to head home to kind of build this?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, when I
2: was playing,
0: my focus was obviously playing on the field. But, you know, I'd come home during the offseason and run like one week of camp
1: with mm.
0: my town. And then it just like every summer, it just kept on growing, and you know, word of mouth was was really strong in, in the town that I live in, Madison, New Jersey. Where you know, after five years of running camps, I, I had like a hundred kids showing up to my soccer camp. When oh my I came home. So one mom was like, "I think it's time for you to start something here," and and uh, it just felt like the perfect timing, and um, you know, it kind of just happened organically, and,
1: and mm-hmm.
0: uh, now we're here you now, having with, with everything we have, so. Uh, Always grateful for what the town and what the community has done, supporting Orsaleed and myself.
2: Now, you were down in Miami, um, playing in Miami at the time um, that you decided in 2016. Did you ever think that it was going to start that early? Or like you said, did it just kind of, it was like, I got to take advantage of this now? It's kind of funny because you're right. I was playing in Miami and I I was under
0: contract there to play. Mm Mm-hmm. I came home, I remember it was, it was April, I came home to do tryouts for Morris Elite. You know, not thinking anything of it, let's just see what happens. And, and next thing you know, there was a hundred players <laughs> trying out for Morris Elite. And, uh, we didn't have a league, we didn't have anything uh, at the time. It was just a, it was my, my name and my dream. And, wow. And then I, I flew back to Miami for preseason and mm-hmm. started getting all these signups ups for, for the teams. <laughs> <laughs> it just like, my was just blowing up uh, every day, and it, it just happened, like I said, organically. And right. I, I think Miami Fusion and, and the coaches and, and uh, the ownership group that that you know we got to sit down and talk about what's going on, and, and they gave me the light to to uh, finish it a little bit early mm-hmm.
2: and start the new chapter of my life, which was to come back home and start more elite and it seems like you know in i think when you look at the usl and other sort of professional leagues around the the united states one thing they always do really well is it's it's almost like a grassroots thing where they really get entrenched in the community and it really seems like that from day one morris elite was really entrenched in that community there in new jersey yeah absolutely i mean uh, just
0: me being uh from Madison and going to the elementary school, the middle school here in town and seeing the players that are in my club going to the same school that I went to, playing on the same fields that I played on when I was a kid, it's just an automatic connection that mm-hmm. it's just something that, that's genuine and organic for, for Morrisley to support the community. And you know we, we uh, donate to all the, the Madison Education Foundation. We do a lot of stuff that's with, awesome. with um, the schools in, in Morris County area. So we're all about helping the community and helping the
2: kids, and giving the kids the absolute best platform for school and for school mm-hmm.
1: time.
2: And now it seems like that sort of excitement translates with people wanting to try out for the team on the field. What about the community sport at a fan level? How has that been, you know, and how has that grown over the last five years? It's grown, it's grown
0: tremendously. I mean, going from five teams about 55 kids uh, in the club in 2016 to now having over 500 kids in the club and, and, and two semi-pro teams. Um, mm-hmm. Our club is our fan base right now. And I think that, you know, after a season in USL League, League 2 and now with the W League, we'll gain even more fans outside the club that, that will what we're doing and join in on, on what we're doing here as, as a club um, from top to bottom where... Even fans, you know, will come to our youth games one day, hopefully. That's that's the dream. So we're just building a culture, building a mm-hmm. foundation in the community and beyond. And hopefully the people that really understand soccer, that love what we're doing, see what we're doing and, and join us in this.
2: And now with the men's side having sort of that season of USL League 2 under their belt, um, what can you kind of say about the experience it's been um, this past season? Well, it's been definitely a learning experience. You know, we,
0: we didn't know what the level was going to be exactly. Mm-hmm. This is a new thing for all of us, um, so it was definitely a learning experience. And I feel like we took in every moment um, from you know pregame to interns and and ticket sales and getting a field, stadium, and operations to the actual game and getting players and and, and winning games. So um, right every everything in and uh you know we're really really excited and, and i think ready now to take a, a big step forward with our men's team for mm-hmm. next so we're, we're excited in the direction that we're going and there's a lot of um there's going to be a lot of surprises coming up with the men's team for
2: sure oh that's awesome and how what sort of things can you also translate to you know maybe that women's team for their first season next year
0: so it's actually great because now that we have that year of experience with with League Two, we
1: mm-hmm.
0: feel very strong about the W League. We feel like we're going to be competing from from day one right. for, for a playoff spot. So um, you know we're in the we're working hard behind the scenes now, uh, getting a staff together and and getting a plan on, on what kind of players we want to we want to recruit and uh, what style that we want to we want to play. So there's a lot of things going on right now that that are uh moving along and and i I feel like you know the w league will be ready to go take the ground running
2: from day one and how has sort of the excitement been around the community when i think it was last month that you were guys were announced you were joining the w league and what have you kind of seen from the fan base um after that announcement
0: just a a great deal of support you know a lot of our families in the club were really happy to see the the women's side kind of take off we've been always Mm -hmm pending the women's side a little bit because, uh, with USL academies, it's boys only with league two is it's men's. Right. We we finally can say we have a women's semi-pro team and that's also going to come with the USL academy, for the girls down the road. So
2: that's awesome.
0: All the families that have uh, girls in the club are really happy. Even the ones that are just, that don't have uh, girls in the club are really happy that we are able to now have two platforms, um, to provide for, for everyone in the club. So, it's just been a great great support from from not only our our families in the club but outside the club I you know mm-hmm. a lot of, I got a lot of messages that day from all different types of clubs across the country just you know it's congratulating us on joining this uh, this league so we're excited.
2: And I, and I think that sort of speaks volumes, too, to just, um, like we touched on before, that growth of the women's game here in the U.S., really making it more inclusive so, you know, everybody can take part. Like you were just alluding to, the USL Academy only is on the men's side, but pretty soon, you know, with the W League, there will be a USL Academy women's side. So it just allows it to grow, allows more, you know, young girls and young women to get involved with this sport.
0: Absolutely. 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 The way that usl is going with everything that they have it's
2: like i said earlier it's it's really promising and we're Mm -hmm. part of it all and um so it, it just really seems you know you guys have built this really strong club you know almost like i said before like from day one Um, What would you say the greatest sort of accomplishment you've seen happened over the last five years? Um, Or you can list a couple, limit you to just one, but some of the biggest accomplishments you feel um, you've taken part in.
0: I mean, it's it's just not easy to do what we're doing. And I'm not, I don't think, you know, I don't, every day I wake up and I'm I'm grateful. So I don't think it's something that was just, uh, just happened. It's a lot of work that was put in. So um, I remember last week on Friday, I was, I was at a field and we had you know about 55, 60 players in the field at once. And all the mm-hmm. parents were, it was our first week of practice, of all the parents were, were kind of sitting on a hill overlooking the field. And I just took a step back and got to see that. And honestly, it's those, those moments there where
1: mm-hmm. it, it mean a lot to
0: me because you know we, it just makes me feel good that the parents are part of this and that we've grown so much and Nothing really has changed. You know, what what Morrisley was in 2016, it's still the same way today. We're the same mentality, same mindset. We're just bigger, but you know, it's the, the accomplishment that I that I see is the fact that we're able to be who we are, mm-hmm. regardless of the growth and regardless of the success. We are who we are, and we're still here, and and uh, the ceiling hasn't been reached yet. So um, I, I love to sit back and, and just take a step back and see everything that we've done. So just seeing the players having fun and, and the families being a part of it is, is, a, is, the biggest accomplishment. Yeah.
2: What's your secret to that? I, I feel like tons of clubs are going to, you know, if they listen to this or tons of players or other, you know, presidents are going to be like, how do they do that? What's your secret to kind of keeping true to yourselves throughout, you know, throughout all that success?
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny because you know, a lot of people ask me that as well. Um, you know, to be honest with you, it's it's just about being honest, it's about being genuine and it's about doing the right thing for our players and for our families. So, you know, we, we like like I said last, last question, we, we didn't change. Mm-hmm. The recipes for the success is, is never to be never change who you are and be who you are and, and give the the best you can for the players. Um, you know, don't don't forget who you are and what, what the mission is from day one and um, you know, good things happen to, to good people who, who things right way.
2: And now um, I was looking at the roster of the men's team and everything, and it seems like it really is a group of diverse players that you guys bring in um, to compete on the professional level. Does that translate as well down to the, um, you know, the academies and the semi-pro level, or is it a lot more of a community players that come in through there?
0: Well, with our younger teams, obviously it's more local. um, Mm -hmm. As they get older and as they develop and and play at a higher level than players from outside join as well. But, I, you know, I'd say a majority of our club are still, you know, Morris County based players.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and, and you know, the, the, the cool thing about it was our USL2 team had one player from Madison, which is where we're based out of. Um, and two of his siblings are part of the younger team. So it, oh, wow.
2: it,
0: it was really cool. And he actually got his first goal of the year with us. So we're really happy about that. And um, we support Players in the community and outside the community as well to be part. As long as you put the jersey on and you
2: represent the badge that we have here, mm-hmm. that's the most important. Now that must be another, you know, a great feeling and accomplishment to see a player like that from the community make his way up through, you know, the youth systems of the club, the academies of the club, and getting that opportunity to score that goal. Uh, it was fantastic. I mean, uh,
0: Will Brieri was the, was the gentleman that scored the goal and, and it's part of our USL2 team. Aside from him, we also have Aiden Cardella, who was part of our USL Academy team, and mm-hmm. got to uh, make his debut as a starter and scored the winning goal. Oh my. It was like a dream come true for him and his family and, and for us as a club. So uh, it, it's, wow. it's a special thing. And that's in that moment, you know, that those are the accomplishments there. And, and making, we want we want this to be every season to give these players in our youth club the, the opportunity to have that dream to play Morris on in USL 2 and with W League now with their women's side so mm-hmm. it really is like a dream come true
2: and, it, and it's just so fascinating to hear about all this and see all this because it, it really feels like you know every one of these players you know maybe not the exact direction but it's taking the same steps that you took at a young age you know um, kind of building that career
0: absolutely absolutely you know it was in 2006 when I, when I went pro with Napoli Soccer wasn't what it is now. So, um, you know, I tell all the players uh, when I go on the field and I talk to them, I say, "Hey, you know, if I can do it, you can do it." You know, I grew up playing on the same field as you. I went to the same school as you. Um, you know, just just follow your dreams, work hard, and good things happen. You know, so it's just it's just great to see the players in our community.
2: And that must translate really well for them. Do you know? I know if I was playing at a young age, and you know, I was within a club system. Like, wow, you know, he went to like played at Napoli. He played over in Europe. It must really translate with the players still to this day. Oh, absolutely! I have a, a cool relationship
0: with all the players, and uh, they when they see me, they smile, and I smile back, and and we have that connection just because they they see I see that I see myself in them.
1: Me, mm-hmm.
0: they see you know kind of a hope. In, in not only, you know, this, the professional world, but also just being someone from, from Madison, being someone from right. playing soccer at the youth level. So, um, you know, it's just, there's just an automatic connection with with the, the staff, not only myself, but with our whole staff and with the players.
2: And now you kind of touched upon um, a couple minutes ago, you know, sort of the growth of the game since you first Turned your career pre- professional about fifteen. What was it? Fifteen years ago. How have you seen that game grow just in the last like decade or so?
0: Well, with social media, it's definitely given a uh, different different uh, look into the game. Uh, right. The game itself definitely you know, progressed, and it's it's more physical. It's more demanding. Um, but with the, with the social media and the new generation, what what the, what the world looks like now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh it's changed drastically, to be honest. So it's pretty cool being part of that generational change. Um, I, I think it's I think it's good for the game. There, there's more fans in the United States now in the sport. Um, with the World Cup coming mm-hmm. uh, coming up soon in our country, the, the soccer forecast is is growing. So I think that the the sport of soccer in this country, all the leagues from MLS all the way down to to the semi-pro, amateur leagues in this country, are going to boom because. People want to play. Kids are playing. Right. Youth soccer is growing, so um, we're trending upwards. And, and the game is is a beautiful game for for everybody.
2: And and I think I feel like it, it's so much more accessible too. Not just to play, but also to watch. You know, like you were like I could turn on ESPN Plus and watch Morris Elite. You know, play. In like, I, I can't remember a time ever that you're able to watch that sort of, you know, anything but the MLS or maybe the Premier League on every other weekend. It just feels like anybody can watch any league and really tell, like, wow, you know, the competitive level, even, you know, in USL League 2 is is pretty high.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: That's the that's really
0: cool thing about it is that the game is now accessible for everybody and, and someone in across the world. Mm-hmm. And, watch a USL2 game on streaming, you know, and, and who knows, you know, these players are always being evaluated. You don't know who's watching these games. If, if you do well, you know, someone's going to see it and, and it puts you on a, on a different level. So
1: this mm-hmm. is something
0: that the game has given now with the, with the evolution of you know the generation and the, the social media and technology. So that's, that's a main part of the, the growth of the game is that it's, it's just able to, people are able to see more
2: of it. Um, right with the click of their finger. And now, um, before I let you go, Vincenzo, is there anything I didn't sort of touch on that we didn't discuss, you know, about the club, about yourself, about sort of your ambition um, that you want to add?
0: Oh, I think we had, a, we had a great, great conversation. It was, uh, it was awesome to get on this with you and talk soccer and talk mostly. Um, obviously, you know, just recapping the, the USL2 team, W League team, Mm-hmm. Academy and all our youth teams, you know, we're just excited. We have a lot to offer here at Morris Elite, and um, like I said before, we haven't we haven't peaked. We haven't reached our ceiling. Mm-hmm. It is, it's is something special. We we love what we're doing here. There's so much energy and so much passion behind what we do every day. Um, so the, the best is yet to come in terms of you know where we're going to be down the road. So we appreciate you know being on the podcast and, and mm-hmm. you and you know who
2: knows what, what we're going to be talking about in a year from now, or <laughs> years from now. so it's been it's been great and now sort of before i let you go um what's the end goal with morris elite is it you know are you just taking it one day at a time or do you have a vision of you know where you want the club to be you know on day you know 20 years down the road for now
0: yeah, I mean, you know, uh, taking it day by day is the most important thing for me, um, especially when we've grown so much. Let's see what things look like after a year or two of being in WD in two and um, and then who knows, we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, the, the growth is tremendous in USL, and the fact that we're part of this platform, if, if it makes sense, why not, why not take a step forward
2: in, in a positive direction beyond uh, where we are now? So, let's see what happens. Definitely. And thank you again for joining me, guys. Listening, if you haven't already, definitely follow Morris Elite SC. Um, they're doing so many awesome things, not just in USL League 2. You know, they'll be joining the W League, as Vincenzo said. They have so much going on, you know, at the club level that you t- it's one to keep an eye on because there's a lot of big things coming. Vincenzo, again, thank you so much for joining me here. Thank you for having me. Take care.